Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Can't help falling in love with drifting. I've been doing it for a while, and I, I love getting it sideways, as you might say. And and Valvoline D1NZ did this weekend at Mount Smart Stadium in a purpose-built track, which is an absolute cracker. He's already raced one weekend. Didn't go quite like he wanted it, but as our friend across the Tasman, Jason Ferrin, joins us. Hey, Jason, how are you, bud? I'm very good. Thank you, Steve. How are you? Yeah, mate, I'm good. If you call me Steve one more time, then we're going to just turn the interview off, okay? Right, that's 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 the rule. I did actually get, I did actually get warned. I did actually get warned about that. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so it's, the, it, <laughs> it's the early wind-up. Now, I called yours the big purple shopping trolley, but for those that don't understand what you are driving in D1, just please explain what you are driving. Yeah, so we've got the old 1990 R31 Skyline um, station wagon in the fantastic uh, lilac or purple or violet or whatever you want to call it. And, um, and it's sporting the, the four-litre straight six, um, very common around Australia, the, the almighty Barra. So why did you decide to race a station wagon? Um, I actually started um, drifting in the old um, R31. Um, so I was very familiar with the, the chassis. Um, but not even that, because I, I ended up going to all the, the other different chassis and and I just ended up falling back in love with the the shape and just, just having something different, I guess. So um, it started with a sedan and, and then um, I was like, I just love the look of a, a big yeah. wagon. Something about that big rear end um, <laughs> getting snapped left to right just, just looked a bit more um, exciting to me. So I was like, let's do it. You see, my, my producer, Monaya, thinks he knows a bit about motorsport, right? And we were talking about station wagons. And his first thought was when I said, oh, the Jason uh, raced the station wagon, he says, mate, it's pretty, pretty light in the rear. It might actually drift pretty well. How, how close or not close is Monaya? Um, So it's... It is actually the same weight as a sedan. It just looks like it's got um, sort of a big rear end. And if you compare it to like a, an S or an R chassis, like, you know, the S13 Silvia or, or an R32 Skyline, it's actually got the same wheelbase as an R32 uh, Skyline sedan and weighs in between the, the Silvia and the Skyline itself. Okay, so maybe he just identified the big rear end with himself and that's why he thought it might drift better. <laughs> you never know. Hey, but how did you get into drifting, mate? I mean, we'll talk about why you're over here, but how does one get into drifting in Australia, and how strong is the sport? Um, so it's definitely not as um, as big as, as it is over here in New Zealand, I'd say. Um, because we're a bit separated in our states, we've all got our little our little crews, and we're all sort of growing at our own rate, it feels like, in, in Australia. Um, for me, getting into it... Um, there wasn't many tracks locally and, um, and like many of my friends, it all started on the, on the streets and, um, and eventually getting in trouble enough times and, um, learning our lessons, uh, we took it to the track and, uh, after a few years, uh, having to drive at least, I think it was at least four hours to the closest track. Um, one opened up or reopened up, uh, nice and close to home called Calder Park and, um, and, uh, yeah, been going between those two tracks ever since. Um, which has been great. And you've had plenty of success on a national level, though, haven't you? 
Yeah, so last year was my first time giving the full National Series a go in Australia after finishing uh, this wagon bill just coming out of uh, the coronavirus, which we don't want to talk about anymore. No. Um, and, um, and uh, yeah, absolutely stoked to, to be able to place myself uh, second overall in the, the whole championship. So how does that change about how does that change for you in trying to get sponsors? Um, sponsors for me is a is a hard one. Back home, um, there's not a huge amount of support. Um, we try and do what we can uh, with local local businesses, and, and I think it's just now uh, now that I've sort of got Keeper Reit, um, now I've sort of built out Keeper Reit, I can sort of see the return uh, what we're bringing. Um, so. Sort of this year and at the end of last year, we started to get a bit more serious about about sponsorships, and it's it's been great. Um, sort of seeing uh, seeing people more more than happy to sort of come on board with the car. See, a lot of people look at look at drifting in this country, and there's there are a lot of purists out there that think you know it's just a couple of whole lot of street kids, and they they fail to realise the amount of money that is invested. So, is this a full time gig for you because you are over here in, in normal weekdays, or is it just part of what you do? Um, it's definitely part of um, what we do, but funnily enough, back on the on the street topic, um, that's why um, Keeper Reet sort of um, was formed. Uh, I was I was getting a friend uh, trying to get a friend on track, and I started our first uh, private track day, and and that's where where the name Keeper Reet came from. It was sort of like a flip off of Keeper Street, and so we ran that ran that event, and uh, we got a huge amount of interest to to keep doing them. So we basically started off with private. Eventually, after it maybe four or five good private events, we took the, the public dive. And uh, as soon as we did maybe two or three public events, we were getting uh, thousands of spectators through, and I was like, that's it. I'm putting down the tools, and um, I'm committing to this full time. <laughs> and uh, that's basically where it all kicked off, and it's just been it's just been thing after one after the other, so, um, sort of doing all we can. So what, what drew you to Valvoline D1NZ this season? Um, so... I pretty much was. I was seeing what some of the the guys were doing over here, and I was I was pretty g'd up. Uh, it was pretty exciting watching the uh, watching the live stream on either KO or Fox, and uh, watching the Jenkins um, slide around. We ended up getting uh, one of them over as a guest for our, our local series, and um, I was I um, yeah I was like let's let's give it a shot. I I ended up borrowing a car the the final round of last year. That's right. And um, just to just to sort of cement in uh, how I felt about the the series. And um, yeah, I was very, very happy with the final round. Great, great crowd. A lot of fans. I was surprised how many, how many fans actually knew me coming over. I think that was majority from like the YouTube stuff. And um, and I was like, yep, let's do it. Let's throw the car in a container and, and make it happen. I, I was sort of done with um, with the series back home, and um, I was happy to to give that one a miss and, and concentrate on on somewhere else. And uh, New Zealand was the, the place to go. You see, it's for me. It's a, it's a sport that has an incredibly loyal following. It's a niche following, but. For someone that's now performed in, in both arenas, both in Australia and New Zealand, how do you feel that the sport can grow? What needs to change for on both sides of the 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 ditch to grow as a sport and as a view? Because we know it makes a great viewing spectacle, but what do you think needs to change from your perspective? Um, it's a bit of a hard question, but I think what I've noticed um, overall is just how professional I think people treat it, or how much. Exposure, they sort of um, they sort of push as themselves as a driver. I think if everyone sort of made their own their own pages as they got to the higher levels, um, you know, showed off their post personality a bit, um, gained their own following, bring them down, um, 
and it sort of becomes this big thing. Everyone has their driver they're following. Um, it sort of becomes like, you know, like your footy or your rugby or soccer, um, where everyone has as their favourite team and, and they just want to come down and support it. And from there, having big crowds, you know, I think that's where the, the sponsors start to come in and, and really recognise the sport. And, um, yeah, I think, I think that's the sort of the way it needs to go or definitely how it feels um, back home. So your, your personality includes a bucket hat. What's the go with the bucket hat? You come straight off the track and you're into a bucket hat and plastic glasses. <laughs> What's the go with the bucket hat? I don't know. It's sort of just become part of my personality, I guess. Um, it's uh, We actually we brought out the bucket hat. Someone was repping one back home and it wasn't really a product that was sold, um, sold too much. And um, we were like, let's give it a shot. Let's get some made. And as soon as we got some made, I was like, yeah, I'm going to rep that. And, and I just sort of started wearing it. I've always worn flap rim hats um, pretty much since I turned 18, I reckon. And, um, and the bucket hats has become a good alternative. And it just seems to work on those hot, hot drift days, you know. Yeah, well, here's hoping it's uh, a lot hotter in Auckland than it is right now and that uh, uh, we have a dry track at Mount Smarkers last year. It was horrible. Beautiful track set up and then it unloaded with rain. It didn't make much uh, fun for the drifters indeed. Uh, if you talk about hats, the next time you see Taylor James, who runs that lovely car of his, uh, make sure he can learns how to turn the f- that forward, not backwards. Having a bit of trouble trying to get that, <laughs> that cap forwards, mate. Hey, thanks for sharing your time with us this afternoon, Jason. Look forward to seeing you this weekend in round two of Valvoline D1NZ in the, uh, the mighty Barra. All right. Thanks, David. I'm really excited for it.